Inside AB, yeah, I remember Inside AB, yeah, just going back, yeah, but we are here recording a new episode, in fact, I've lost track of numbers, are we 21? No, this would be 20. 20? I think so. Um, we're, if the audio sounds odd, we're recording at home because, um, because, you know, Keith and I live together, we're, uh, (laughs) we're, uh, no, we don't, no, it's recording at my place, actually. But, um, and the reason is because um, I'm sick of the shop. Well, yeah. And it wasn't set up. I had to pull the really? studio apart to, um, to, um... Well, run. you had your big name, I had, I had the name, you had to be the name, uh, the name show off, um, um, show. Show off show. Yeah, yeah, had a couple of new products. It was all very interesting. The Indy uh, S Top of the Range streamer and uh, the new DR power supplies, etc., and a uh, bunch of clients came in and uh, listened to stuff, and oh, uh, we had to throw the microphones and the mixing board out to make it look more like a hi-fi room rather than a uh, part-time what? recording studio. Podcasting yeah. studio. Um, I, uh, I'm being very distracted by the screen in front of me. Because oh, you're watching Because it, it just... <laughs> So normally, uh, normally I don't see the screen. You don't see Audacity look at it. going. Up no, I don't normally use Audacity, so we're going to. I use uh, Google Edit. I'm not used to using Audacity, so I'm going to try to look this way. So I'm going to do this, and um, that's better. Oh, there's a lot of news. God. I mean, yeah, I, I was just thinking we haven't probably recorded anything in reality for four or five or six weeks because mm-hmm. that last episode took me uh, forever to edit it and put <laughs> it up. So something intelligent would be good. You've been away. You've been doing yeah. something interesting. Yeah, uh, but before we get into that, just a quick little bit of news from Tony from HDE's at Oxford. Ah, what a fine, fine product that is. <laughs> Tony's been able to sell them to the guys at ESPN. Really? So, well done, Tony, there. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, he uh, can sell a few hundred thousand to those guys. I don't know if they need that many. Oh, maybe hundred. Ten or hundred. Hundred, hundred pairs. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it is a great product. Um, tell us about the uh, HD our, Easy Locks. In case people have forgotten. Locking device. It's a. Uh, it's nifty. Neat. Does its job. Does. If you've got big, heavy HDMI cables, because we all know that you know, big, heavy HDMI cables perform better than uh, scungy little $14.99 ones, uh, you need a bracket to support them to stop them from falling out of the connector, and HD Easy Locks does that job brilliantly. i tell you what it does. Mm. It turns your system into something that's mission critical. <laughs> that's what it does. That's a good way of describing it. I don't know that I want a mission critical system. Well, then you want, when you least want your system to fail... Mm. It's usually the HDMI cable, so the HDMI Easy Lock fixes that, turns mm-hmm. your system into mission critical. Into mission control. <laughs> so if you're conducting a space shuttle mission, which oh, you, you wouldn't be, well, you can't because the space shuttle doesn't exist anymore. You have to go over and work for Richard Branson and run one of his um, well, he's gonna need joy him. flights. Yeah, he's going to have on-board airplane, Blu-ray player. What, on the space shuttles? Oh, yeah. On the space, what is he calling 
Space Joyflight flight missions. Can we get back to the high okay. five? Okay. No, it was high five. It was. Well, thanks for that. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, where did you go? Oh, recently, I went to Sydney. Uh-huh. The they let you in? Yeah, luckily. Yeah. Quick flight down to the Integrate. Oh, show. quick flight? You didn't go on the, uh, didn't go on the slow flight? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, it's hour 30 down, hour 35 back. I suppose it's down in the last element. Yeah, correct. Modulators work best when they're pointing north, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, well, or south. So, you went you to. You missed out, basically. Well, I could have gone, but I was busy. Out. Well, only because you reckon the spokes models were at a particularly high standard. <laughs> there was only one spokes model. Very, very, very nice. Becky, I believe her name is. Becky's yeah. nice. Very helpful. Attractive girl. Did her job quite well. Mm. No, besides that, oh, actually, two other girls I want to say hello to. Uh oh, yeah. I got to meet um, Jane from Lansborough. No, no, I'm not with Jane. From APS in uh, Brisbane. Oh. Caught up with Jane. Okay. She's going to come on the show. She promised she would. So. Yeah. And her, I was going to say her right hand man, but she's actually a lady or a girl, so I can't call her a right hand man. But, okay. Um, because she's left handed. Yeah, no, so, because she uh, is uh, not a man. Yeah, yes. Emma. So Emma, Jane, and Emma were gracious and kind enough to mm. buy me a beer. Wow! So at the uh, at the uh, at the great bar at the not at the uh, what's that bar called there on the end of the hotel? Um, I was going to say the tap house, but it's oh, not yeah, the yeah. Um, the um, <sighs> near the. Flyover, sort of. Yeah, it's opposite the entertainment center thing. Um, yeah, it used Flyover. to used to be the um, water distribution pump, pump house. The pump. The pump. Is it? No, it's not the pump house. Pumping. Pump. <laughs> is it the pump house? Always. Oh, it's well, at the start of Darling Harbour before you get in. It's it. yeah, before you. It's nearer the temporary Ferris wheel. It's still there. Or no, is it gone? gone? It is gone. Oh, okay. I don't get there very often. I'm too poor. Airfare's up to $59 now. When it was $49, I could afford to go more regularly. Um, actually, what did you pay? $89. Oh, ripped off. $89, eh? For an hour and a half's worth of flying. You go and rent a Cessna, it costs threefold that. So, I mean, something weird going on, isn't there? So, uh, what was at the show? Um, I was trying to think of a theme for the show. What was the big theme? And I have to say it was LED screens, big outdoor screens. Oh, yeah. In, well, this is a semi-commercial show, right? Oh, it's AV. Just AV in general. Uh, AV in general. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah, the Integrate show. I thought you were talking about the podcast show. We do anything on this podcast. <laughs> this podcast quite often has nothing to do with anything intelligent, let alone... Yeah, AV. so it is a... No, I meant the Integrate it, show. Yeah, that's a good... That was just to clarify, I was on in Sydney in the last week yeah. at no, the convention Thursday. Yeah, okay. Well, middle of the week then. Middle of the week. Um, yeah, so it does have a commercial slant, I suppose. Yeah. Because it does lighting, staging, mixing, production, 
than audiovisual, I suppose, coming in there. But there was certainly a, a slant towards big screen LEDs, screens, video walls, video walls looking a little bit dated compared to some of these LED screens, which were very seamless, like just one big image. I've seen, I've noticed a couple of uh, Las Vegas style, extremely bright outdoor screens. Yep being used for advertising oh, lately. And the highway, yeah, I, I saw one um, in a car dealer the other day, I think at Kalam. Yes, he's got it wound up on a portable generator. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it's not like the ones on the strip at Vegas are so bright, they burn your retinas and they flash to catch your attention. And, yes. You know, flash white and then run an ad or whatever. And, um, these ones are like a portable version of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a bit smaller, but certainly bright. Still pretty shitty resolution. That's yeah. what I'm mentioning it for, though. Because yeah, yeah. Still... there was one particular stand there that was it was extremely bright. You you couldn't stand in front of it. Mm. Mm. I mean, it was an outdoor screen. We're mm. indoor. They actually put a figure on the lumens output of that. It's got to be twenty thousand or something. Oh, uh, it's um. Arc welding. Yeah, it's almost is, isn't it? Yes. They're so bright. Mm. But I can't remember the actual dimensions, but it was approximately, say, three metres wide mm. and about that height again. $18,000. That all. That's what I was thinking. That all. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but I know people have bought plasma TVs and they've spent. $15,000 for a 42-inch. <laughs> wow, that... Oh, well, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. I've still got a Sony upstairs in my wrecked area. It cost the people $22,000 as a 42-inch. It's go. a beautiful so, machine, but... Well, it doesn't work. That's, that's why right. it's in my shop, but I mean, it couldn't be fixed. But Actually, I think we quoted them $1,600, and they said no, because at the time, yeah. you could buy a new one for $1,600, this was a fine television, but things have changed. So twenty-two grand down to two hundred and twenty bucks almost for forty-two if you went shopping hard now. Yeah. Well, not quite, but you know, almost a. So yeah. how long will you reckon? Hundred years. I mean, these are commercial displays. These are outdoor displays. They had internal versions. Mm. Um, certainly better resolution and more watchable than than this super bright screen. But we can't be far off. Ball as a video screen in house because the, the one, what couple that I saw, there was two in particular. I can't remember the brand, but you could watch them all day. They were, they were, oh, they were good. They were that good. They were just smooth. This is LED. LED. Yeah. You couldn't see the three different coloured yeah. LEDs. You could on the super bright one. You could see the, the different coloured yeah, LEDs. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I was only standing probably two, three metres away. Okay. They might be more like 50 grand, but it is. Mm. Yeah, but anyhow, I don't really care. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to have to refill my beer. No, I'm not. Now, that's all very good, but what? more interestingly, what was happening with audio there? And was there bands playing live and stuff like that? Uh, there's a two-piece band. How was it? It was quite mellow. And quite quite often a two-piece is really just a two-piece more than a band, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. A duo. A duo. Yes. Yeah. Um, I 
time in which stay in the room, but I would, I would like cool and mm-hmm. chill there. I had a bar area, so I set up or lounge. Probably smoking some weed. Yeah, could have been. Actually, I must say, um, I've, I've never been to an integrated show before, but no. it certainly was a, a higher level of ponytails. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen so many ponytails in, a, in, a, in one area in such a long time. For some time. reason, the ponytail persists in the music industry quite strongly. One doesn't know why. I don't, I don't have anything against the ponytails, but... Oh, God, I do. You do? You did... What was that comedy sketch out of oh, England yeah. that, you, no, you've got to, that the, you put me on to? For folks, there's a series of them. It's... Uh, pretty sure it's... Um, I always forget. Armstrong and, and Miller. And Miller. If you do a YouTube, YouTube search, YouTube. Armstrong and Miller ponytail. It's hilarious. There's some classics. <laughs> Ooh, ponytail. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought of them as soon as I saw The it. one where they're on the plane chatting away. They're really getting on like a house on fire. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Oh, yes. Must go for a drink when we get to the other end. Blah, blah, blah. And then he sort of turns around to... <laughs> play with his headphones or something and the guy realises he has a ponytail and it's, he has to reach for the sick bag. Yeah, it's um, a little over-exaggerated, but um, still. It's all good fun. I don't really have a problem with people with ponytails no, as just... such, but it's... It's amusing. It's interesting. Right, it? it is, and it's interesting that that, that perception that I have is backed up by your observations at the uh, predominantly, um, you know, production, you know, pro, audio, muso, yeah. creative. And actually, I thought I was going to be in for, it, for a lot yeah. more of it too, but mm. I thought But you left. No, no, I, I probably hit the show for two days. Actually. <sighs> I was dedicated. Actually, bigger than senior or smaller? <laughs> Slightly smaller than Sydney and US, <laughs> but, but bigger than Sydney yeah. Australia. Uh, really? I was, um, actually, I was surprised. Is that I was right? actually surprised there were a few um, vendors or distributors yeah. that were at the Sydney show that were also at the Integrate, and they were sort of giving me the vibe that they wanted to come and check out Integrate because they hadn't been mm-hmm. before. And just, Plus yeah. the fact that it was half the price to rent a stand. <laughs> I don't know that side of it, but maybe could have been more attractive. But um, the overall, I don't think it would have been half. It would be an impossibility. It was still at the convention centre, but uh, yeah. maybe there was packages. <laughs> Anyhow, well, the, probably the best part about the show, just from looking outside and looking into it, is that there was a lot of things up and running on the stands, functional, mm. on display, mm-hmm. in full view, mm-hmm. you know, even they had a, I didn't mind it, I actually put it up on my Facebook, I should put it up on the inside eight Facebook. Piece. Now tell me about that, because I've heard of this. Oh, don't worry about it. Facebook. Um, what, it's on the interweb? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, I loaded up this video. Tell me about it in the next uh Break, break, yeah. And not at the break, but yeah. actually after the next. In the next, what do you call it when you 
segment. Yes, the next segue. No, segment. No, the next, what well, we're going to finish in a minute, we're going to have a break because I want to make sure that oh, this program topic. is working. Next topic? Yeah, I just, I just heard about this Facebook recently and I, I must try it out. Keep going. I've lost what I was talking about. Oh, we're talking about this super bright. Um, it wasn't a video wall and it wasn't. Um, no, you're talking about stuff on display on people's stands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in particular, this one stand, it was quite. Uh, well, I'm going to describe it a little bit odd, but you know how we used to have rubber doormats <coughs> at the doorstep and they were made out of car tyres and they were spaced with little spaces? They were long. Oh, I am familiar, yes. Yeah. yes, yes. So they're long. I always think of them as being outside milk bars in Melbourne. But anyway, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yes. so, yeah. Recycled car tyres into doormats. Why would you have one outside your milk bar? But anyhow, yeah. they were, I'm sure. Keep going. And you know how they had little coloured spaces between yes. each one and the wire went through the middle of that? Yeah, and yeah. Were, yeah. Like, how do you know they were made out of tyres? They just were. I never really yeah, thought about were, that. Yeah, okay. I'm sure they were recycled. It's like strips of rubber. With strips of rubber little, cut down. Yeah. Like bits of solid heat shrink between each thing with a bit of wire running through them. Like um, coloured Macaroni. Macaroni, yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, so think of that yeah. in big sheets and hanging from, you know, from the ceiling to the ground. Oh, that sounds... It had the smell. Oh, I didn't go up and smell it. <laughs> Seems like a lot of rubber hanging in the air. Create a bit of an atmosphere. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just a bit allergic to the smell of rubber. That's all. Keep going. So, and the little macaroni pieces between the rubber mm, mm. were LEDs. Instead of pizza. oh okay yeah right yeah, yeah so it was obviously not a high resolution display but they were hanging these rubber they looked like rubber mm. sheets or mesh so they weren't rubber though no I don't they just but probably, I'm gonna say like probably plastic. heavy probably yeah. plastic yeah the rig had fall down so and so the resolution wasn't very high but. Mm. Because they could hang it at different spots, they had a, a like a curtain at the back with it all hanging down, filling up the back wall. But then they had pieces at different levels staggered, mm -hmm. and then they were running graphics on it, mm -hmm. and the graphics would sort of meld from front to back. And so this is like a stage backdrop sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just really cool until mm -hmm. I went around the back and had a look at it, and it had like... And there was musicians around there. No, no, it must have had about 50 bands that you'd... Like um, thermo fans, musicians know, like... fans, no, <laughs> electric fans. Oh, okay. And they were just going, Vroom. oh, just to keep the bastard cool, just to keep it cool. Really? So I was probably sitting there chewing all the power from the convention center. Oh god, jeez. But I, I mean, that was probably probably the best part about the show that you could go around the back and have a look at yeah. the workings of everything too. So yeah, of course, there's always a lot of people around the back poking on Billy's. <laughs> I didn't see too much of that. You didn't? Not too no, much. No, I didn't get to go to any of the after party things. No, do you need to? <laughs> Just come, come midday. Anyway, well, I'll, I'll... Everyone was relaxed, I'll especially those you, folk with PayPal. I'll give you that video and yeah. you can put it on the webpage and then everyone can see what I'm talking about because it looked really good. Okay. It was very bright. So we got a webpage? Yeah. Okay, I can't we haven't done it. it, but we didn't put it on that. I haven't done a page. So long. I've been busy. I'll talk about it in the next break. Yeah, we have a break. I want to make sure this thing's re recording.
Uh, it's in mono today too, folks, by the way, if you're wondering why I'm not to the left and Keith's to the right or the other way around, because I can't make this program do what I want it to do. I don't know anything about audio. Um, we'll be back. Thank you. I was going to the Yukon Lounge, started hanging out with this girl there. Said her and her husband had busted up. She said she wasn't used to drinking, but I could tell she was. And we're back. Oh, Keith's telling a family story. Whoa, Whoa. and the phone's going. Train's going. No, you're you talking about cleaners and you need a cleaner. Well, no, go on. No, you got one. No, you, can't well, you need this cleaner. He, he hurt. You need this cleaner. Yeah. So these are, are they long standing friends. Um, they're. He's a builder, she's a bookkeeper, so Shane mm. knows him quite well. Yeah. Counting and all that sort of stuff. So we go for dinner and once or twice a year, I suppose, catch up. Oh, yeah. So you'd like, you know, you get together regularly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, um, this is a this is a few old years old. Yeah, the story. So, or... Yeah, they've got a cleaner. Yeah. And uh, they raved on about this cleaner now. Yeah. And um, uh, Merv is his name. The cleaner? No, the builder. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the cleaner's name. But Imagine I'll a Merv cleaning the house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Merv. <laughs> Over here. Just polish the stove, would you, Merv? Anyway, um, he he was at home, I believe, the story goes. Yeah. And uh, the cleaner was there just finishing. And she said, I just got my boobs done. Do you want to have a look? <laughs> Okay. So there's a cleaner for you. That's, uh, it's, isn't that, that's odd yeah. because before she got them done, she wasn't saying, I haven't had them done. Would you like to see how natural they are? <laughs> um, people, not just people, but mainly women who get boob jobs done, suddenly turn into show-offs. Well, no, but there's that detachment that they're not theirs anymore, that they've had them made or they've been created and they're things that could be shown, whereas before maybe they wanted to show them, but they were that bad, they didn't get them out. Or so, I don't know. I've, I've heard these stories before. Have you? Have a feel, they say. They yeah, feel no, really natural. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah, no. I, I have no idea what they feel like. I've not known... Anyone of the opposite gender with fake boobies, so I can't tell you. Well, I'm guessing they feel sort of bizarrely firm and hard and odd. How did we get on to fake boobies? Are we recording this? We are. We are recording. We could could edit it out later, but a friend of mine suggested that we're always saying, or I'm particularly saying, we'll edit that out later, and of course, never do. That's why you hear the words, I'll edit that out later. There's a reason for that. It's called laziness. So there's a cleaner for you. You should look around for a new cleaner. My cleaner, uh, he doesn't have fake boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's quite odd. You've got a male cleaner? Yeah. Well, we all know when we can't clean, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So for a minute there, I thought I said... What I meant to say was, we all know that men can't clean. And so I feel at home I... Now, on that exciting note, yes. um, high five? 
like the hi-fi section of uh, CES, you know, which is run as a, you know, has always been run, but more recently run, oh, it's Venetian, I think, but, you know, yeah, you get a few floors and you've got, you know, suites or rooms or whatever, and so brands rent a room. Like real-life scenario. Really much, is. much better than a floor, you know, a large, um, you know, yeah, like a expo site with little booths, that's yeah, another hotel room hi-fi show, which is a format that's been used forever. You know. I haven't been to one of those shows. No, you need to get out more. I do. Mm. Um, yeah, that's on. I'm not displaying this year because I'm too poor. But um, um, good luck to everyone that is. Yeah, but I believe and there's was plenty. A fairly good show last time. It's a good show. There was a lot of people there. There was a lot of excitement. A lot of uh, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement, a lot of um, a lot of people. So nothing eventually. A lot of uh, a lot of enthusiasm. <laughs> quite a lot of excitement. Um, a lot of people came. Those people were excited and enthusiastic, <laughs> and poor, poor, apparently. Nothing to the world. No. So I'm not showing this year. You can read between the lines, but um, I'm going for a look though, as I believe you may. I could be tempted to go. How would you like to get there? <laughs> I have a spare seat in my car. Well, that could be an adventure in itself. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it when I was down in Sydney. I thought, oh, I could fly down an hour and a half, or mm-hmm. I could sit in a three-wheeled vehicle for what, ten, twelve hours? Yeah, yeah. spread over a few days. Though. Get spread it out. Oh, hey, we can park it. You've got a big chain to bring out the chain <laughs> to the post so there's no one just wheels away with well, it. I don't know whether it's that. It's The only weird thing is it's sort of like one of those things where if someone didn't like you very much, they could get a fire hose and fill it up. <laughs> it's, just by, it's just like a bathtub. Oh, I've got to tell you this. You know how we did the uh, bike show in Cleveland? Yes, I did. The motorcycle show. Mm-hmm. And it was a good day. It was a good day. And, and young Penny came with us, mm. my daughter. Yeah. She was quite excited when she came back and she was trying to explain to Jane, my wife, about mm. this tripod vehicle. Yes. Well, the model is tripod one. Yes. Yeah. She's, I mean, I can say she's dyslexic, but she's. <laughs> <laughs> she takes after her mother. Yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> she goes, no, mum, it's like a man. Tricycle. <laughs> like a man tricycle. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good description. Yeah, okay. man tricycle with an engine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yep, that'll work. Um, yeah. Well, look, I we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Just to, to fill the listeners in, the three-book car's nearly done. It's nearly rego. It's being engineered next week, hopefully positively, in the sense that it's going to pass. It won't cut into any more podcasting. No, I mean, that's 
Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, you know, that probably is the core reason why the podcast thing has fallen onto a lower uh, level of priority because I've had other priorities. You've had other priorities. I'm not sure what they are, but working would be the main one. And, um, you know, so, you know, it's nearly done. So we're, we're probably back on schedule with the podcast back to one every two weeks rather than one every two months. But, um, yeah, huge effort to get it finished, get yeah, it regoed. And then in turn, by the time it is regoed... You want to drive it to Sydney to go to the Hi-Fi. Well, I actually want to go to the MotoGP in it. Which is Phillip Island. Which is Phillip Island, which is 2,000 kilometres away. It's a bit further by Sydney. And the reason why I want to go there is because I haven't been to MotoGP for quite a few years, and it's obviously good if you're into bikes. But um, the uh, and it's a, perhaps a reasonable promotional exercise for the potential. You know, selling I, maybe of be, I maybe car. I could be persuaded to. But I want to cut in and to say, the high fi show very conveniently is the weekend before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It would be pretty cool if I was to like um, turn up at the airport dressed in you know racing outfit and you just pull up outside the airport, pick me up, go on. Why the racing outfit, by the way? <laughs> it's it's quite like it, you can ride in the vehicle without oh, a race suit. suit. But you, what your your point is though is that you could get picked up by this orange and black. Does strange three-wheeled spaceship yet? thing. Sorry? Does it have a nickname yet? No, it doesn't have a nickname. No, it's cool. Well, people call it the tripod because there is only the one. Tri meaning three wheels or three and yep. pod meaning podule. <laughs> like a, it's not a, it's not anything to do with hanging, putting cameras on top of it and swiveling them around. It's, it's a pod in the sense of it. That's in, the shape of it, which is sort of like Star Wars pod races. Yeah, it's a bit like that, I suppose. I mean, it's just a term, isn't it? You know, pod as in peapod as in... So it's tripod. It's a bit lame. It all started because when you fill in an application form for permission to build a vehicle that's ultimately to be registered on the road, you have to give it a name, which puts you on the spot a little bit. Oh, okay. It has to have a name. You can't just call it Vehicle A. Yeah, or what well, you could actually call it. You've got to call it something. You could call it Vehicle A, but I call it Tripod 1. So did you have to come Not up? Tripod 2 because it's the first one, so I thought 1 was the logical one. So you didn't even think it out. You just had to... Oh, no! Well, no, no. I, yeah, I didn't have to do it while I was standing at a desk in a, oh, in a transport department. No, no. I did it at home in a relaxed environment. Well... And yes. as <laughs> you're just trying to be cool now. Actually, I was probably a fairly big time cigar smoker back then, actually. But cigars yeah. don't tend to cause you to go off into. Uh, yeah, the point is, I'm over that now. I'm old and mature, and and uh, that's the name I come up with, and I'm sort of stuck with it one way. It doesn't even matter. So moving on, the point is the hi-fi show is the week before the MotoGP, which is late October. MotoGP is the last weekend of October. Yes. And um, I thought it would be... It would be your birthday. I'm overdue for a holiday. Whose birthday? 
So you're going to, there's a bit of a stretch between the high fire show and getting to Phillip Island. You're not going to blast straight down there enough. No, I'm going to, uh, well, you know, there's all the normal things that you do when you're driving from uh, Sydney to Melbourne. You've got the uh, first thing you do is you make sure you don't at any stage use the Hume Highway. Um, you've got uh, snowy mountains that need to be explored. Okay, cool. You've got uh, Bathurst that needs to be driven around. Yes, tick that off. Yeah. Number of wineries. And you're saving all those tolls as well. Oh, yeah. There's no tolls on the Hume that I'm aware of, right. other than when you get to Melbourne. It's not really the Hume anymore, but... Okay. But, yeah, um, it's always dead quails. You don't have to drive around. And that's always a problem with the three-wheeler. Because you dodge him with the front, and then you hit him with the rear. <laughs> Bonk! I'll just line. Oh, I'll just not that I'm suggesting you... I love koalas. The point is that occasionally, and I know I saw one once, in that, in fact, speaking of that part of the hume coming into Melbourne or you know, well north of Melbourne where there's all the koala signs, someone yeah. I noticed one year I was driving down there and someone had gone and <coughs> modified each koala by adding various paraphernalia on the signs, yeah, not on the koalas, no, 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 not on the koalas, on the signs of the koalas, on the yellow and black signs. And there was one smoking a cigarette <laughs> and with a rather large appendage. <laughs> Well, they're the two that I remember. <laughs> and there were a number of others. Oh, you know what I saw today, and I haven't seen one for ages. The kid. <laughs> and the kid, now. <laughs> mm. Hope it was alive. He was alive, and he was going was going towards the road, and I said, no, mate, don't go back. And he just turned around and went back. Oh, like, how cool is that? <laughs> that? They're the cutest things, aren't they? They're, um... Like a spiny anteater. Yeah, I was out of a... Out of a cycle one day, the motorised one, and um, and uh, did a Yui to go back up this particular stretch of mountain road, which had some particularly enjoyable twists and turns, and um, in the side street that I was doing the Yui in, there was, one was crossing the side street, Yeah. so I naturally got off to play with it, and um, <laughs> it, it almost immediately curled up into a ball, <laughs> you could almost roll it away. Mm. Anyhow. Uh, so now, back to, show. Yeah, back to integrate for a second. Oh. I just remembered something that was, it's, it's sort of useless, but it was just so, so cool. Mm. Samsung have got a new display device. Um, think of a, a sh- oversized shoebox, mm-hmm. but the front of it is um, clear, mm-hmm. and you can see what's inside the shoebox. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was a Samsung Galaxy pad or whatever you call it. Tablet or tablet. Tablet, sorry, that's it. But with whatever electronics is driving it, that clear screen turned into a video and you couldn't see what was inside the box and this video would play and then the video would stop this little loop and then you could see the product. So it was like a product display device where you could actually run an active Wow. So that looked really cool. So that's like some kind of LCD embedded into the glass yeah. thing. How's it lit, though? Well, the rest of the box was just white sides, but it was quite... So maybe it's sort of lit from the sides. So when the screen's being used, they blow a whole lot of light into the back of it or something. Backlight the whole 
thing, and then the backlighting goes off when they want to show well, the product. Well, you if you've got up close, you could actually still see through the image, like you're looking through glass. Yeah, you see the, yeah. You could see the tablet in behind, mm. but obviously the, the image was more in focus when it was on. But it was just, it was, well, it was totally different to everything else. That was mm. there. So I suppose we should see those in shops, and then maybe all our listeners overseas have probably already seen that. Well, should we be going to see it? Uh, find out about these things too. It's not very far away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I should be saving. We should go. No, see, yes, it's free to get in. <laughs> free to get in, yes! <laughs> Actually, we'll be the two Australians out the front in the sleeping bags. <laughs> no, like I keep telling you, accommodation in Las Vegas is not a problem. It's getting there, getting there at that time of the year when, for some reason, CES, the people who organise it choose to use the well, they, they set a date that is in the most expensive time of the year to travel. So instead of being able to get to LA for $1,127 on China Elaine, you'd have to go on quaint ass for $3,600 if you want to go direct or um, some such thing. So the point is, yeah, it is triple at that time of the year, which is always... Yeah. Otherwise, I'd go all the time. What's the reason, then? Because it's peak season. Christmas time. Oh, Christmas time. Yeah, it's 15th to 15th. 15th of December to 15th of January. I tell you what, this doing the podcast at home is not bad. <laughs> Lying on the couch and talking crap. Relaxing. <laughs> so, what else? It's a shit, but... Um, oh, well. It could be just real yeah. glass I have in front of my mouth. What could we expect to see at your hi-fi show well, judging by, well, you know, it's actually not my hi-fi show, I suppose, as such, but, yeah, judging by the email that I received the other day and the amount of uh, amount of approved, oh, not approved, you know, pre-booked display folk, yeah, all, all the, all the uh, usual suspects, so to speak, all sorts of good, not juicy hi-fi brands are there, um, name is certainly there. I'll just move aside to all the other brands. Yeah, tons of tons of um, good stuff. Cool. Yeah, no, no, it'll be a good show. I mean, it, it's first decent show in Sydney for a long time. I, I, it'll be it'll be it'll be good. I mean, I, I'm keen to go. I just um, don't have a lazy ten or fifteen grand lying around to uh, spend it all on the car. <laughs> Obviously. So. Um, yeah, I'm disappointed not to be displaying in a way, but... Um, oh, it'll give you, give you a chance of going listen to some other equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> this is Andrew going into a test. Crap, let's go to the next one. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's actually in Melbourne. I, I was very busy, but I did probably get to look at about five or six or seven or eight other stands. And some, there was some good sound there. Um, I should go because my friend John Ong will be there. Are you going to give him a free <laughs> kick? No, I don't even know what he sells. He's got some fancy glass speakers. That's you like... know what he sells. <laughs> um, actually, he was next door to me at Melbourne. I borrowed some speaker stands off him. Okay. Yeah. Idris and Ziggler, he's here, but he's got a endless supply of 
He has two or three rooms booked. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, no, no, it'll be a good show. And, um, I mean, you know, whatever you expect to be there will be there because... Um, I, I believe last year there was a bit of home theatre set up here as well. Or was it just all hi-fi? No, 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 there's, there's definitely not channel stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the high-end home theatre thing is... You know, largely finished. Largely finished. From what I can tell. <laughs> there you go. It's one of my crazy, uh, over-the-top, um, gross generalising predictions for the future. Uh, high-end home theatre finished. Well done. Well, Wow, it's just bullshit, isn't it, really, at the end of the day? All those speakers and stuff. Sound whizzing around the room. More speakers, the better. I mean, realistically, when the newsreader is speaking, they are directly in front of you on the middle of the screen. You only need one speaker. That's all I watch. News 24. 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Great home cinema is great, and cheap home cinema is horrible, and um, most people are buying cheap home cinema. Yeah. And when it comes to stereo, people have um, probably got a second wind, and they're buying something better and good. You know, we're travelling along okay, really, selling good gear. Uh, you're whinging about me not very busy <laughs> selling. Home theatre. Home Yeah, see, multi-room, which is stereo, mm. still seems to persist. But well, it serves a purpose. Cinema rooms, I don't know, I mean, I was asked quite a quote on one recently, but that's as far as it got. I don't know what I did wrong, probably the fact that it was $276,000 was part of the problem, but, um, um, you know, yeah, if it costs more than a 1000 bucks, people aren't buying it. No, well, yes and no, but you know what has happened if you hunt around? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a job, a little job in Brisbane at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Are you allowed that far south? Yeah, I'm just stepped over the border. Okay. Where's the border? Just north or just south of Caboolture? <laughs> trying to go. I mean, more. you don't really want to go more right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there was a, if if the border was just north of Caboolture, you'd be, be good. best to never go south of it, wouldn't you? Really? In fact, it's an interesting thing. It, it's rather reminiscent of the border between the US and Mexico because when you when you look over the border, oh, it doesn't look very good on the other side of the river. It looks sort of scungy, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of um, we call that when people use spray cans on walls. Graffiti. A lot of graffiti. It's a bit like looking over the border from the Sunshine Coast into um, Caboolture. But interestingly, the border actually isn't there, is it? Because if you look at the phone numbers and the postcodes, the border actually is just south of Caboolture because I think Morayfield is considered Brisbane. Yes. I think they have numbers, phone numbers starting with three. Once you go over that. Once you go south of Caboolture. That's a scary thing. God, Brisbane owns Morayfield. Yeah. Back to um, yeah. Well, I was talking back to doing a job in Brisbane. That's back to, to home theatre. Yeah. So, 
I can't remember all the numbers, but it doesn't matter. Yamaha has an AV receiver. What? Yamaha has an AV one receiver. Of, one of their top end models, yes. which can do three zones. Is that point. under or over five hundred dollars? Over. <laughs> Just under three grand. Wow. But for three grand, you get a home theater. Yeah. And three zones of audio with mm -hmm. an iPad app. Yeah, control. What's the app like? Is it any good? It's not bad. Okay, good. It's not. You know, it's not full control, but it's full control of your AV receiver. Okay, so, so we're going to turn your TV on and select the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I get that. But, but you can go... If you're streaming it. music to the Yamaha, which has been doing that for a while... Yeah, it's got AirPlay. Oh. Apple's AirPlay. How does that work? It just works. There's nothing else to worry yeah, about. But what do you see on the, on the app screen? Do you see cover art and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Because it's just whatever your iTunes is, whatever... What it normally so what like. hardware do you need to make that work? Built into the Yamaha. So all you need to do is plug Ethernet from the back of the Yamaha. Yep. You know, from your network. Yep. And does it do Wi-Fi if you make if you have to? Because you have no. To, no. Okay. So that's fine. That's not a bad thing. So, so you Ethernet into your network that your what Mac or Windows PC is on with iTunes on. But so, then you, so when, when, you, when, when you, you say airplay, what when is you're air playing? The music is on the device that you're playing from. So music has to be on the iPad, so it has to be saved on the iPad, and then you stream it straight across from the. Well, iPad. that's proper shit, isn't it? Well, no, it's great. Your friends come over for a barbecue, they pull out their iPhone, and they just stream straight to the music system. Bang, done. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll grant you that. That's it's a convenience thing. It's not. So they log in what into your they wireless account. They log in. Airplay air is just a direct. Yeah, they've got to log into your network. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So they log into your network, and then AirPlay finds all the music files on the network, which includes people's iPads and iPhones. No? Yes? Um, well, you drive it from your own iPad. That yeah, from your own, own device. How do you do that? Start up iTunes and start playing it, and then select, oh, okay. select AirPlay after it starts playing. Instead oh, of, really? Instead of coming out of the... Yeah, yeah, it just goes, gets yeah. it gets ported across to the uh, UPnP, so to speak. You peed on it? What? Yeah. You, <laughs> Something like that. To the uh, to the um, to the MH. Yep. That's good. Right. But it, what I'm getting at is things are getting. You don't you have to go cheap, cheap. You get a lot of lot for your value for three grand. Oh yeah, no, I like that. That's good. I mean, you would have spent. Three, four grand on a three-zone multi-room audio system plus a home theater. Mm. So, I mean, well, I'm not talking about speakers and cabling insulation. I'm just talking about the hardware. How, okay, how do you control? Let's say you, you you've got you're sitting there watching a movie. You go sick of this shit. Yeah, because you know it's a I don't know, it's what's needed movie. So you so you hit stop on that and you go. I want to sit out in the veranda and drink some booze. Yep. Is it all in the app and easy to sort of... Yeah, it, it's really just a graphical display of the Yamaha handheld remote. Oh, God, is it? But it, we're able to label things the way you want them. So you want an Ooh. outdoor deck, and then you want to pick... I want to pick my iTunes, or I want to pick the CD player. See, what? surely what you need to be able to do, that's where Japanese manufacturing... They just, 
because they're so technical or something, they have no finesse or design flair for good, easy-to-use interfaces, do they? They like lots of buttons. Like you're saying, it replicates the Yamaha remote. How uncreative is that? I mean, no, not. So let's say, okay, you want to go. You want to go to the deck. You've named. You've done the 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 prelim work. You've named zone three back patio, right? Yes. Now it doesn't look like the remote, but it it's a graphical interface. Zone two is back passage. (laughs) Zone door. No, it's zone one. So, yeah, you want to go to Zone 3, back patio, because it's the cleanest place to be. And you, and you, so you, is it as simple as just going, oh, back patio, and clicking a button? Yes. And music comes out, and then you select the source. and Yeah, you go, so you go Zones, and it drop down on Zones, and you select right. the zone you want, and then from that zone you have choices, and you make And out to the back passage, no, out to the back patio we go. By the back passage, so you can listen to something on the way. Yes. And then you smash through the back door onto the back patio. Oh. So. Oh, it's all happening. Dancing girls are arriving in a minute. All right, let's have a break. <laughs> 